Warning. Elements of real-world religion are used in this podcast to serve the purposes of a work of fiction. They are to drive the drama forward and are not intended to be taken as a statement of opinion by the players. Thank you for listening. All right, approach. Probably <coughs> smelling faintly corpsey. Yeah, you smell a bit like formaldehyde and melted flesh. Yeah, I smell like horse shit. Yeah. You like a new I found perf- chunks. Oh, you don't like a new a new perfume? Yeah, I'm gonna call Axe Body Spray. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot him. <laughs> it kind of smells like formaldehyde. <laughs> Gideon is canceled. <laughs> Alright. So you went back in time and killed baby Hitler. That was the whole point of the campaign. Now let us casually flee from this scene in an orderly manner. Ah! Everyone single five? On the way, I'll um hand you the pen. You might not believe this, Gideon, but this has an aura about it that suggests it can call things. That it can summon. Does it text? No. I was hoping, well, I, was, I, was hoping <laughs> I could defer to the imagination of the young boy here. Wow. Is it like really kind of a fancy looking thing? It's just going to be a fountain pen. Wooden handle. Yeah, like some brass or fake brass on top and bottom. Found it in a laundry pile of all things. Hmm. Can, can I keep it or at least maybe, maybe not keep it, keep it. <coughs> can I hold on to it? I'm going to have some free time. I'll try to stare at it better. If, yes, if you would. Because I need like ten minutes because I didn't have the spell prepared, so I gotta cast it as a ritual. <laughs> I, I will not disrupt any any personal rituals you have. Well, well, yeah, maybe tonight. Maybe I'll check it out later on. Well, this was a profitable venture for you. It's very weird. You did very well, Jen. So have you seen right. anything like this before? You said I give you ten pity dollars. <laughs> yes, that's way more than I had. I've seen my share of. Uh, monstrosities laced with serpent features but humans laced with serpent features I should say but but maybe even the odd beast or two that is quite uh, exotic and fearsome but nothing of, uh, nothing so these, these definitely weren't snake like this is something totally new I would describe it as eerie yeah, it's a good especially, word especially if uh, if what the what the townsfolk man said to me earlier it's very it's especially disturbing because it could look like anyone even me. Nothing? Okay. Well, black, <laughs> black eyes are a bit much. You are just too strange to replicate, Mr. Williams. Oh, you flatter me. Uh, so, I flatten you. Well, I think they're kind of born in clutches. Anyway. <laughs> As I said before, I was I was transformed into grizzly blood ritual. <laughs> Well, that's, that's totally better. different. That's, that's better. What about that? Aren't you getting it? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think childbirth is? <laughs> if, she say, if she says that, uh, uh, Levi, Levi grins. Uh, One take uh, here you go. Yeah. You're, you're the sheriff now. Yeah. The sheriff of shit Don't shows. Don't <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess there's nothing more for it but to retire. All right. What if we... Uh, no... Tomorrow, do we want to start getting into the pockets of this? Uh, what was the man's name? Duke. Uh, uh, Carlos Aleo. Vera. <coughs> Baron Carlos Aleo. <coughs> fancy. Not all that fancy. He's probably not a real baron. He probably he's in town. That. He's in town. Or he's coming to town. If you have enough money, you can call yourself pretty much anything you want. Another thing I could do is maybe mingle with the Aaronites. This town by now already knows me as a holy man. 
I even, I probably, if I did my job correctly, I might even look lost. And by the flock. Why, but they'd be dying to take me in. You be careful around those people. I know. And I will. There's something really, really wrong about all of them. Don't take them well, lightly. Don't even take the ones that are like, look stupid and simple like, well, lightly. If there's something, if there's plenty wrong with them, I'm sure I will fit right in. I'd just tread lightly if I were you. Again, I'm here to help the interest of you. So, where would I best be of service? Set the whole place on fire later. That'd make me happy. What is it with you and fire? <laughs> it dances. He's a it's pretty. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> it calls to me. That's true. Yes. All right, Carrie, bring it in. <laughs> <clears throat> Think upon it and let me know what you'd like to see me do. What is our plan of attack? Because the, the last time we tried to get chummy with uh, some baddies, it, it didn't really work out. Alright, well Jeff's not going to kill well. anybody this time. So there's one... That does help. Do you promise? Well, you I guys promise hash out the plan, I gotta pee. I promise not to kill anybody until it is killing time. To be determined by... You all. Okay. I will let you point okay, like... <laughs> we, hold, we hold a vote. <laughs> Who <laughs> here votes to let Jed off the chain? Say aye. <laughs> so a little, a lot of character because I just it's been a while. So, <clears throat> what what is what is like? What do we know of what your character was? <laughs> his whole deal was was killing. Uh, what's his name that we got right now? So what was like your kind of thing that you wanted to do? And then I was the, interested in what was your what were you? you know, I'm trying to remember what, he, what each of us. Kind the of, long the long term thing that Levi's been talking about has been uh, usurping some of his people's assets and that's and just kind of either driving them out or taking what he wants from them for what goals you don't know and are they around here or we're not sure we, we you encounter them uh, there was that one right. serpent-headed fellow right 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 there was that one, one, with, and that with, one with, scaly lady yep. Yep. who was at the fort as well as the the other guy you met at the, in the safe house that we can, that you cannoned open so right now we, we kind of don't know where they are like no, so the, to the scale you want to know, and no, that's and part that, of the deal. So right now, Levi's goal is pretty much to bide his time, gain, uh, receive more of God's blessings through his deeds. Uh, you know, become a more experienced person, get gain to, levels, get, yeah, get, yeah, get yeah. to get to a new level <laughs> in life, and uh, and for now, just kind of stay, throw 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 them off his trail because he knows that he knows, he knows that that scaly lady escaped. Oh, she probably that. saw him, so he needs to look different. Because mm. if he's seen with you, because yeah, he, he doesn't want uh, to be identified. Seen with filthy one because he knows all too well how his people work. <clears throat> so what's temperance's? What, what, that's uh, kind of like your big. So temperance originally was she took up Celestino's um, you know, deal because she wanted to buy out the Mary Ram and become oh. an atom of it. And she was given the opportunity when we were meeting with Miss Christine uh, to basically be able to do that. And without hesitation, she turned the option down in favor of getting Gideon back. Okay. So she's sort of still collecting money, but maybe not quite as driven as before. She's sort of thrown her hat in the ring with you lot and so that's like the big jerk yeah. now. Okay. And Jed's like, uh, my story's over. I'm just here. Yeah, pretty much. I, I... <laughs> but 
But Point a, at bad guy's light fuse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but apparently there are folks out there who still know who she is. Well, Jed's, Jed's thing now oh, is... Really is um, yeah. He he sort of went to all of you prior to going after Guthrie and told you all you didn't have to come. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, like, he's working off a debt. Ah, there you go. Well, uh, that's kind of what Gideon's immediate thing is, is paying you two back, because I've already felt like I paid him back, because mm-hmm. we helped kill his uh, yeah. nemesis. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of that way with the two of you now, mm-hmm. sort of where Gideon's immediate. I, I'm sure Jed will come up with some new goal or, or motivation, yeah. but for right now, it's just paying okay. off what he owes. Alright, well, I was gone. Yeah. What did you decide to do? Uh, I don't know if we have. We were we right. Yeah, we did. We had to do a refresh on uh, character motivation. If I, if I had to, if I, if I were to choose myself, I would happily blend in with the Aaronites. They do interest me. It makes me squeezy. Oh, I, it, oh Gideon, you know it's not because I want to join them or anything. No, I just, there's something really, really wrong with all them people. I know. And the closer I get, the more I'll find out. That is that would be my choice personally. I'm afraid I, I I do not wish to crowd your agency or make you feel manipulated. So I, that's why I ask and defer to you on what you'd like to do. Well what is our goal? Find Celestino. Find Celestino. Get paid. That's a good goal. From what I did here today, he's been out he's been out for some time. He's been out for weeks, he's gone missing. Mm-hmm. Have, uh, we, have we found out where? Do we anybody know where he might be? Or how yeah. do we know that the Celestino we talked to is the actual Celestino? Oh, oh well, that yes. Now that we've seen those things, and Levi looks fascinated. Now that we found those, oh, you should have seen them, Jedediah. They were, they were, and I described them in detail. Do we know where Celestino lived? Did he live in town? Did he have a room? Uh, he, <coughs> I think, had a room, but didn't live in town. He frequented Hope's Landing. He didn't live here. Um, Maybe we found out where he lived. Maybe we found a clue to where he might have been. I think if there was an available bed for rent, they probably would have cleared his stuff out and rented it by now. We we, also know that the people he delivered us to, uh, Lawrence and Vander Fowler, are crooked. They're probably our best lead at this point for finding him. Yeah. And they're in Redstone, am I right? And I think they gave us up, out of character, I think they gave us up to the Pinkertons. I feel like that's fairly clear. Uh, Well, we could definitely confirm that. Yeah. Um, waterboarding is a thing. Uh, well, then do you say that that he's there with Pinkertons, or do you mind? Um, Temperance sort of hashes out what happened and sort of does the thing where you trail off and like the light goes on. Like, oh, they mm, they're in league with the Pinkertons. There. Hmm. Well, it seems that most of the Pinkertons are, are here now, so their attention will be diverted. Might be just the time to go seek them out. A lot of options before us. Uh, I also am not comfortable with the fact that Juanita followed us so far north. Yeah, but she doubled back. She went south. She did. So, so you heard. So I heard. I still wouldn't mind. Um, I mean, it, I, I kind of really want to go after. Uh, Vander Fowler and Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would be a shame to miss the governor's ball. And I, as a character, want... There are I, as a 
player want that. I don't think Jed as a character gives a shit about a ball, mm-hmm. but I want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Same. I think I think Temperance has had enough balls in her life. <laughs> <laughs> she was in a whole ballroom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it, Writer uh, Sense says that it's it's the big flashing light. That's the thing that we're supposed to do. It's the big flashing. Maybe. Pulsing. Probably. <laughs> How about this? Why don't we try to get in into the ball? It does require an invitation, so we'll have to earn it somehow. Whether it's stolen from somebody's pocket, or a certain faith healer lends his services to just the right people. I still have uh, feelers out trying to get myself hired to Mr. Aleo's security team, which I imagine would probably be in play at the ball. Mm-hmm. So I'd still like to pursue that. If okay. Does Jed voice that? Yes, but not like I would say it. He'd say it like Jed would say it. <laughs> I say that except that's my character. Yes, yes. Uh, so, Levo say, well, I can vouch for your bodyguard abilities. Why you're the only? Why you're one of the only ones that Thomas Fairchild can still trust? Uh, Blind man's not going to go around without a bodyguard after all. Is I might be able to. Uh, to learn what's going on behind the scenes. I'm just saying, if my plan works out, then I can heal the right people, maybe something important to them, and they'll owe me a favor. Letting me into the ball, have my, bring my aid and confidant and bodyguard, be a small price to pay. Besides, you could help them. I wouldn't mind Everybody some work either. So, I'll start doing my research. At this point now, it is evening. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's time for bed. Shack up, get some sleep. Dawn approaches. Hi, Dawn. <laughs> Punch out, Dawn. <laughs> noon approaches. <laughs> it's high noon. Noon whoops your ass. I'll spend tomorrow trying to, <laughs> trying to cement my reputation here. Get a good word out. Maybe maybe see what the aeronauts are even doing here. And inch myself closer to the important people who are... Say it in quotes. The important key figures who are in town. All right. What about me? You're not important. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know. You're a bit of a wild card right now. What do you? What would you? Do you think you can do to help? Listen, I only have so many services I can do standing up. <laughs> well, he goes into a morgue. <laughs> Some men are into that. What I'm saying, Temperance, is that some women are corpse-like in their delivery. In any case, that's true. So what I'm saying is, you can open doors. You can get into people's pockets. You know how to do that with your words and your hands and her mouth. Getting into someone's pocket with your mouth is since it's an arrangement. That's a whole that's a whole other set of talents. <laughs> In any event. And since I am such a spectacle, I could always provide a distraction while you reach into those very pockets. I'll have to play it by ear though. As for Gideon, well aside from pen identifying, <laughs> I uh <laughs> I'm afraid I don't pendentification necessarily have a suggestion for a So job. I still I still feel a little bit lost. So we've got So Celestino used to be in this town. Mm-hmm. Not permanently. We right. just come and stay. Right. 
Was that because he was traveling and he would just sort of be on the circuit He's travel? He's kind of like a regional manager. He, of he's our creator. His, uh, his okay, routine right. was that he was there. like the spy master of the Old West. Okay. He has a lot of irons and a lot of fires and has a lot of mercs that work for him. And when he originally hired you, it's because the mercs he had, like his actual A-listers who already worked for him, were busy dealing with stuff, he said, down south. Um, canonically, uh, news would have traveled by this point of the San Jose fire. And presumably that's exactly what his goons were dealing with. Either putting down the fire or starting it, you're not sure. <laughs> but uh, Could have hired us for that. We would have done a much better job. But yeah, it's actually it's a real world event that actually happened, the San Jose fire. And that's where... Is that like California or something? Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is also where uh, the railroad wants to The railroad is going to start. Mm-hmm. So last time we saw him is when he hired us in this original town. Yep. Yeah. All those weeks or months. I don't know how long. Yeah, at this point it's been show. like maybe three weeks. Okay. And ever since then he's been missing. Not since then. He was here for some time after that. <coughs> how long ago did he go to? Yeah. When did he? When did he You're he getting differing opinions from different people. But the consensus seems to be uh, a week or slightly more than a week. And how do they know he's not just touring to his next thing and that he's actually missing this one? Because he left by cover of night. He usually doesn't do that. He, like, up and skipped. Yeah. Like, gone, didn't collect his belongings. Uh, so so he has belongings. We should find those belongings. We should find those belongings. Yes. Maybe he has $400. Maybe they're, they're, <laughs> maybe they're in a safe in the morgue. Yeah. I think we would have Actually found say them. that in, like, <laughs> maybe they're in a safe in the morgue. Well, we already cleared out that safe. We'll just have to find more safes. I mean, I'm Jed's just, all for that. How do, we, how do we find it? Where was he staying last? Oh, yeah, right. which inn was he in? Um, or which inn did he frequent? Because usually. The Winter Wolf. The Winter Wolf. Of course. That should be our, bait, our main focus then. I'll okay, see. so all of a sudden our focus is shifting to we want to find the stuff that he left behind when he's kept out. It's, right? it's a great, yeah. it's a great lead to get. Yeah, on we can do both. Here. I mean, there's no yeah. reason we can't sort of do both with them, you know, because we're we're not really leaving hours town. Of the day. Well, okay, um, the Winter Wolf is where the the ball is anyway. So let's we might as well... let's think of this as in real terms and not like adventures. It's a well known fact that he left owing us money. I mean, if he's yeah. left be- left belongings behind, we have a right to them, don't we? Mm-hmm. I would say legally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why don't we make that argument? That's unpaid. Yeah. Or at least try to find out where he was and who might have that if we do have to do the steely approach. Yeah. Do you have evidence on your person that he owed you money? Shit, it was an oral agreement. Motherfucker! Was there yeah. any witnesses? Was anybody in the bar when we were... We, we were in the kitchen. Fuck. We were in the back. There was one guy. He hanged. Mm. Okay. Where's he now, though? He's hanged. Buried. He's dead. Dead. Six feet under the ground. Okay, get a shovel... We'll ask. Him. Let's get some questions. Uh, well, first, I have to gain eight levels. And, uh, <laughs> Let's go find NKX until you get there. <laughs> I, I, I think the shade. I think the Too soon. That's just that's just wrong. That's just fucked up. Shady approach is what we need, unless I can I can make a divinely inspired persuasion skill. It's kind of how I'm looking at it. Why, don't, why, doesn't, why doesn't one of Why doesn't one of us just go up to the guy at the Winter Wolf and or, just wait. make our case and just say just, just see what they say. You know, I could just forge documents and receipts. I mean, it is Hope's Landon. They got a pretty good eye for forgery. 
Both coming in and going out. If your forgery is discovered, we lose all credibility in any matters going forward. Oh, yeah, that's an option anyway. I mean, we could, we could, we could make the argument. What's the worst they're going to say? No. I mean, what have we lost at that point? We go to the Winter Wolf. We at least make the argument that he promised us money. Even if we can't take his belongings, we can still maybe get pointed I mean, in the direction of him. Whoever's running the Winter Wolf at this point, the two of us are locals. Yeah. They'll, you know, if we go saying, hey, this is this is our story. Yeah. We want, we want we to have look through what he, what he left behind. You're, you're a known bounty hunter. They, they must, they might believe you as like, you know, you run a mission for them. and I say that's our Not yeah. believable. The, where did the, so the attack got with the, um, the gray people... Where was it that the attack happened? Uh, you never actually got a location for it. Okay. <clears throat> the OK Corral. <laughs> the old gray kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I'll de- devote some time tomorrow also to finding out where that happened. Alright. Meanwhile, Temperance and I are going to a bar. Well, it's nighttime now. Temperance and I are still going to a bar. They're open at night. Yeah. That's true. Um, they would be open at night. Yeah. Yes. Except that. Everything is under lock and key right now, and it's all hands on deck while they prepare for the governor's arrival. What you find out is tomorrow. Oh. Shit. Yes. I'm going to smell well. the governor's balls. So much for that plan. <laughs> well, it might be a good way. He's duck him. <laughs> we can find out. If you can find out if he stayed there in the morning, it'd be nice cover to steal his belongings when the ball's going on. I'm trying really hard not to steal. Oh, I want somebody to just hand them to me. <laughs> Heist. <laughs> Legal requisition. <laughs> I'm fine with stealing myself. <laughs> See, now I went and killed a town full of people. You were all mad at me for upsetting the apple cart. And now I want to legally reclaim what's ours. And you want to do a heist. We need to get on the same page. It's just night and day. You are a bad influence, Clapper. <laughs> Go sit in the corner. Leading the lawful intentions. <laughs> no, there's a difference between stealing things and killing people. You steal something, you don't kill them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that might not be your intention, but <laughs> at the end of the day, All right, sometimes people need to get dead. Let's slip it off. Let's reconvene at the Winter Wolf in the morning. Hopefully that is before the governor gets there. Okay. And then at least we're there when he's making his way into town. Are you get some rest? Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> I, I pray and then sleep. So you were creeping around at night. You had a long discussion. We'll say it's probably about midnight when you finally turn in. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Who's the earliest to rise? Who's the early riser in this group? You're half elven. Do you sleep? I do. Okay. And Temperance oh. is canonically not a morning person. Do you sleep? I do. Okay. Um, I remember if twelve year olds get up earlier. You know what? Sleep then, Jed's I taking a rest. job mucking out stables. That sounds like an early in the fucking morning kind of thing. I guess that's right. me. All right. So three of you are sleeping. Yeah. When you're twelve or thirteen, shit, you sleep all day. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You'll be up at noon, and then you'll be really angry at your parents for no reason. <laughs> Right. Something's never changed. <laughs> Shit-sucking bastard. All right. Uh, you wake up to muck out stables. I do. And, it's uh, the worst. There is some amount of activity in the streets as it appears that a VIP has arrived. Uh, it is now pre-dawn. And the, uh, Hi, pre-dawn. <laughs> pre-dawn punches you in the throat. 
Beams of sunlight slowly start to arch over the city, and uh, a retinue of heavily armed and armored people escorts a single man wearing a uh, fine top hat and black pinstripe suit with a red tie. Mm. Actually, it's a red cravat. And uh, it appears to be a dwarven man uh, with a full-on, like, braided beard, not a single hair misplaced kind of thing. Like, this is some pristine work. Somebody obviously worked on this for him. This must be Mr. Aleo. And he is uh, strolling in the town with a large briefcase and a retinue of a dozen armed men. Wow. Kind, kind of a big deal, yeah. We can take him. I will uh, lean on a pitchfork with a straw of hay in my mouth, like the biggest hick you've ever seen. And watch this all unfold. Like, my, what a huge hick. <laughs> <laughs> Keep moving. Uh, it's he, almost he, worth not thinking about. <laughs> he doesn't even sort of glance in your direction. You are completely invisible. Yeah, really a <clears throat> moral piece of giant shit. piece of garbage. Whereas yeah. he is a big I, deal. I hate me. Yeah, me not. And uh, he he and his retinue approach the Winter Wolf Hotel, and uh, there is a, an exchange of words at the front door. And after a moment or so of some tense negotiations. Uh, he is permitted entry with half of his retinue, and the other half stand outside and start doing the rounds around the outside of the building. Mm. I do the rounds inside the stable. All right. <clears throat> you take a poop and shove it and, and pitchfork it right out the fucking door. Like the horse. <laughs> <and> get out. <laughs> uh, the horse's poops are much less watery than mine. I eat just whiskey and beans. <laughs> <laughs> With ketchup too. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's the worst. Uh, I, I'm really human garbage. Yeah, you are the absolute worst. Yeah. Um, the sun fully rises, <laughs> and some light stretches out over the town. You finish muffing out the stables, and your three companions are still asleep. As you are uh, making your way towards the boarding house, mm. uh, you do actually hear the sounds of a train arriving. Choo choo. And that's hey, boys and girls. <laughs> Levi and Gideon. Up I go. Get the blindfold on. Get the outfit going. <clears throat> clean myself up. Get some breakfast. Alright. It's <coughs> mm, tight to me. Uh, the train noises uh, cease with a screech. <laughs> they cease with a screech as the train pulls to a stop in town and passengers disembark. Uh, a number of people are in the streets waiting for the arrivals, and you get the feeling this must be how the governor has chosen to arrive. Uh, you have your breakfast. After some time, you're able to go retrieve temperance. <laughs> <laughs> Pour coffee on her face. <laughs> it's already burnt. I mean, what more damage could we do? I actually, oh uh, <laughs> I actually just looked at my little list of injuries, and I don't have any facial injuries. Oh, it's my. just the hooters. Yeah, left right. side of... Well, left... now it's facially burnt because he poured coffee. <laughs> yeah. Oops, my bad. The, uh, the left side of my chest to my thigh is an acid burn and my right thigh is numb to sensation. Ah, uh, well, that might actually benefit you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you could turn the other cheek. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it less painful. Have me harder, but only on this side. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right, well, I cannot hear all of that. <laughs> I'll come out. I come out uh, and just kind of uh, observe the, the spectacle. The spectacle is there. There's uh, a large processional of people that are milling about in the streets. The governor has finally arrived. Everyone seems to be in high spirits. Uh, all the locals are on high alert because it means this is their best opportunity to make mad money this year. And uh, there's a number of new businesses that have sprung up, and there's a lot of 
intrigue going on between business owners about undercutting each other and usual low-level garbage that you don't even care about because you're awesome. <laughs> Killing um, goblins, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> um, federal troops at this point are surrounding the home, the uh, the Winter Wolf. They are compl- like almost arm in arm, like walls of blue-coated soldiers protecting the governor's place to rest here. Um, they're still setting up the ballroom when you arrive and sort of get a chance to like peek in through windows and stuff before things get too full with soldiers. And they are uh, setting up tables and tablecloths, mounting a chandelier from the ceiling that wasn't hanging there before. They are rolling out all the big guns to try and impress the governor while he's here. And uh, you do find that uh, geographically here in the city, uh, the business on the opposite side of this probably 80-foot wide thoroughfare is the Mary Ram. And in between those two structures is the statue of a positively giddy-looking angel. That angel's up to something. Did you identify that pan, Gideon? Oh, I didn't. Oh, I forgot all about that. I was so busy figuring out and plotting our, our life direction. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to look at your stupid pen. Sorry. <laughs> I, am, I, am, I, am, I am upset that I forgot. Aww. Your pen is gross. It'll, it'll take uh, ten minutes for you to do. Um, are we still like having breakfast, or are we gonna go over there, or what are we gonna do? At this point, you have a chance to like scout out. Yeah, outside. outside looking. Yeah, so you've got time. There's the ball is presumably happening, if not tonight, tomorrow night. Right. Yeah, I'll take some time if they want to scout around. I'll find a park bench somewhere. And... Okay. So, I mean, the rituals detect magic, which is only gonna be so useful because he already did that. But I figured I could maybe do an arcana check or something to decide it, you know. I don't know whether I want to attune to the thing, or I don't know if I can, but I, uh, will you let me have an arcana check and just see what the hell it tells me? Uh, I won't let you identify with an arcana check, but I might give you a detail or two. Yeah, I don't have identification. The pen is blue. <laughs> Ooh, nice job. That's a... It's a pen! It's a pen. <laughs> Actually, you're not even sure about that. Yeah, no. <laughs> Maybe a fourth I have an no, interpretive. It's a hat it's or a, a totally, totally, <laughs> totally it normal pen. Nothing <laughs> weird about it. If he does do Jack, jack Magic, that makes sense. It's, like, you want to it's ver- a pterodactyl. Verify that. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I will do the I'm Detect not... Magic ritual anyway, but I don't yeah. think it tells me anything special. Uh, it is magical and it's Conjuration Magic. Yeah, and, and I, I do not have identified. I never took it, so I'm kind of bummed. Summons Accountants. <laughs> I attack. It summons Ink. But only on paper. 3d6 accountants attack. <laughs> Alright. Uh, yeah, the town is getting very busy now because the governor's finally arrived. The governor's retinue is out and about buying shit and securing things like wine and whiskey for the ball. And uh, a number of people are here to pick up things they special ordered and had delivered here. The post office is very busy. Does anybody uh, have eyes on a giant box of salt? Presumably a number of people inside of the Winter Wolf have put eyes on that. Yeah, sorry in there. Yep. Is uh, is one Mister Chunks Duster in town? No, that you can tell quite quickly. No ducks. You can't chunks smell him, so no. I want to go see Randy McCall and see if he's found out anything for me. Okay, I'm going to detect poison disease while walking around the uh, train of guards, see if any of them is ill. Uh, aside from like the common cold, nothing super exciting. They'd be ill. And... The bell curve of syphilis mm-hmm. as you get over. Because you, 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 you hear the ram, it's like, whoa, whoa, the real, whoa. spiking, whoa, <laughs> all, holy all, gonorrhea, Batman. <laughs> all the same, even if it's just a cold, I'll 
I will go up, go up to him, and pretend and uh, hear it and hear him cough. I hear, I hear the sounds of illness, sir. Are you well, sir? He doesn't give you an answer verbally. He's just sort of watching you. And, and since I can detect it, I understand what kind of disease it is. I mean, common calls you to like sinus and yeah, throat and upper respiratory and throat, yeah. Allow me to demonstrate. Yeah. <laughs> Let me sing you the song of my people. <laughs> May I? May I offer my services? And that, I, again, I'll just kind of feel around the outfit if he lets me. Yeah, he doesn't stop you, but he doesn't, like, answer you or anything. Cough. <laughs> it feels like a union outfit. Oh, he must be... must be guarding the, the newcomer. Here. Perform your duties well, young man. And I uh, will decide on hands for five and cure his disease. Okay. We'll see if that has some impact later. Thank you for your service. And I'll just get up and I'm like on my quarter staff and just keep going. Wander up. Alright. I lost my train of thought. We were on to. I was going to Randy. Yes, Randy McCall. Randy? Yes, just, just want to leave him an impression like there's a legit faith like here now and maybe, maybe he'll spread a rumor. Maybe he'll put in a word for me. Like we'll find out. Like holy shit! But first, we're gonna talk to Randy. Mm-hmm. Randy's in there. He's assembling a chamber or something. Mm-hmm. Mr. Blackburn. Mr. McCall. You uh, found me a way to get into some of these lucrative security jobs yet? Can't tell you that I have. I know that uh, Mr. Leo arrived this morning. Uh, do you believe I've seen him? Armed retinue number of men he picked up outside of Mexico. I noticed that. Uh, it strike you as odd that with that many armed men traveling with him, he went on and spent his money to hire extra security for the town? Maybe he was expecting more trouble than he thought. Anybody else come around here asking questions like this? Am I the only one who thinks this is weird? Yeah. There was a guy who came around here asking questions like this a few days ago. Who's I, that? I didn't recognize him. One of the pilgrims, maybe? name was Isaac. Isaac? Do we know an Isaac? I feel like we know an Isaac. Sift <laughs> through your torn out player's handbook pages. Somebody find me an Isaac. <laughs> I mean, it's goddamn Isaac. <laughs> what about uh, Celestino? Still owes me money. You seen him around? Seen him since that accident. Jack since that. Well, a couple of men got gunned down. He left right. town shortly after. Hmm. I will uh, peel off five bucks and leave it. Uh, in case you find any other information, make sure I hear about it first. He, uh, he gives you a nod. He says, uh, Isaac didn't give me a way to get in touch with him. I can describe him for you. Sure. 
He describes a man who is uh, vaguely Isaac Chick. <laughs> He's got eyes and some <laughs> He's got eyes and some sack. <laughs> he is uh, Isaac's about five foot seven, curly hair, black, uh, somewhat Greek looking. Um, good teeth, he says. Why do I want to say we know this guy? You met an Isaac at some point. I don't remember who it was. Does that match the description? Uh, I'm going to say no. Okay, different Isaac. That's all I need to know. Um, but yeah, he says he's um, average build, kind of short, curly, black hair, Greek looking, good teeth. Hmm. Okay. Where's Isaac? Hmm? Where can I find Isaac? He said he didn't give me any contact. Oh, alright. Just to describe him for you. Okay. I'll keep a lookout for him. Just had that stupid letter earlier today. I don't Is remember. It I had one of the uh, the letters that we found in the chest earlier, but I can't find it. <laughs> Different letter. Oh. Thank you, though. I <laughs> used uh, the bookmark. There's something folded up by your dice bag, is that it? No. This is, uh... It's names for other D&D characters. Names for other D&D characters. Uh, Zariah, Moses, uh, <laughs> It's Moses, get him! <laughs> Moses. Fucking kill him. He's Mosying, kill him! <laughs> he parts your blood. Fuck. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think a lot of this is just going to be a hurry up and wait thing. Uh, I, I kind of been doing my part to try to get my invitation and this was like the best I got in, given the circumstances. It sounds like at this point uh, people are planning on going to the Winter Wolf. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd like to see what we got for skill checks on people trying to get these invitations or find ways in that aren't invitation. Well, mine's going to be easy. So I've been, I've been doing that whole, uh, you know, spying the town and while well, the town, you know, for my urchin skill there, you know, streetwise or whatever they call it. I'm gonna see. Is there like another way into this inn that somebody may have missed, like uh, cellar entrance or a little hatch under the, you know, under the ventilation thing, under the under the uh, crawl space or something? Uh, you have definitely observed a couple different places you can get in besides just the front door and the ballroom entrance. Um, you saw the kitchen entrance, which is itself guarded. Right. But I it there be. is a side entrance. Um, you also see that there is a basement level. Clearly, this place actually has a foundation. A little okay. bit atypical for uh, homes built in this town, this yeah. era, but uh, it actually does have a stone foundation. And this basement level does have some very small, you have to squeeze through real tight, crescent-shaped windows. Okay. So, like, can I fit? Barely. Twist yourself into a moon shape and just go in. Yeah. 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 Form of... Just moon, moon them, and then nice. shimmy that on cheek first. <laughs> <laughs> have you never entered a window cheek first? Can't say that I have. Fuck you! It's the safest orifice to enter a window. <laughs> You're the safest orifice to enter a window. <laughs> so, he's got his thing? Uh, I think it'll work for Gideon. Okay. He'll have to make a check later, but yeah. Unfortunately, my only way really is to just appear enough of an interesting and prominent figure so that they want me at this ball. Okay. You want me at this ball? I'll do a skill you check for that this early. Yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna use channel divinity with persuasion like to uh, yeah. to appear as this important and saintly figure who 
who suffered at the at the hands of the Confederates and lived to tell about it. Who was a faith healer? Who was the real deal? Like that kind of thing. Okay. Somebody the government that a man who's interested in self-preservation, like the governor, might be interested in getting to know. I will come back to that for a die roll momentarily. And I'll also just try to get to get. I'll just stay in the periphery of the Aaronites too and try to get a beat on what they're doing as well. I am going to find, try and find someone, some guy who's going stag to this and basically talk my way into being his plus one. Okay. That'll definitely be a skill check. We'll come back to you. Jeff's got nothing. <laughs> Whips it out. <laughs> Sits in the alleyway by himself. Uh, doesn't even have a suit of clothes fancy enough for this ball. Um... It's not going to the ball, I guess. I want to learn more about the governor, too. Any rumors or things. That Why don't you see if there's Teamsters and supplies? Maybe you can... I've been trying to get a job all week. Nobody <laughs> will hire me. Yeah, but as a bounty hunter type, not as a... Yeah, you haven't been going as a Teamster. That's true. Okay. I mean, I, any work I can get. That's yeah. sort of what I've been doing, so... All right. Uh, we're going to do your finding information out of the governor first, then we're going to do skill checks to get into this fucking thing. Okay. Uh, what information is it that you're looking for? Just anything about him, his family, what his policies are, what, uh, where he comes from, just, I don't know, almost no details, too insignificant. Okay. Um, yeah, you're able to get some details about him. Most of it is, uh, election day propaganda type stuff. Yeah, and if anybody asks, it's just that I'm a preacher who's looking out looking for the well-being of people's souls, and there's no greater place of corruption than in the heart of politics in D.C., and I want to know what I can do to help him. So what you get out of it is, uh, first off, he's a married man. He's got a wife, three kids. So stop it. <laughs> trying to fuck him. <laughs> no, keep trying. Um, Homewrecker. <laughs> you get that he is um, actually born in Montana. And he emigrated out here with his family to Salt Lake City. Okay. And in Salt Lake, he was a city planner. And worked his way up from city planner to mayor. Mm-hmm. And from mayor of Salt Lake City, parlayed that into the governorship. Okay. Um, he played sports and was an avid athlete as a younger man. He's in his mid to late 50s now. Uh, of note is that his wife and kids are substantially younger than he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he married a wife that was like 12 or 13 years younger than he. And his kids are like 40 years younger, like... I would hope his kids are younger than him. It would be yeah. really weird if they weren't. No, they're the same mm-hmm. age. His kids are uh, substantially <laughs> older than he is. <laughs> they also <laughs> shoot lasers. <laughs> this is my daughter. We're about the same age. <laughs> <laughs> Went back in time and fucked her mother. <laughs> so, okay. Um, but nothing stands out really as like <clears throat> a flaw. He was... Uh, what detractors say? Well, so he was a heavy supporter of the Union during the Civil War. Um, which a lot of his detractors are trying to play on the uh, sort of isolate nature of being this far west, um, saying the Union doesn't have their best interests at heart, that the uh, Confederates had greater plans for this area, yada, yada, yada. Um, a lot of that stuff hasn't really gained any traction because it's been a long time since the Union won, and there's not a lot of uh, place for that to settle into people's minds. Mm-hmm. Um, he also has, uh, his policies are more liberal than the state of Utah, or rather the, the territory of Utah currently uh, supports. But because the primary like voting demographic is in Salt Lake City, which is itself more liberal, um, 
he gets a lot of support from that. Alright. So he's keeping it pretty pretty clean and on the level. Must yeah, at least whatever's public is clean and on the level. Alright. Cool. Just being armed with those details is good. Alright. Uh, I think it's time for us to see if you can get into the ball. The ball is going to happen this evening. I'll make sure I'll, I'll make sure that the Aaronites, by the way, know that I'm faith healing, by the way. Not yeah. Not necessarily by telling them, but but you want near their territory. Let them find out. Yeah. Alright. What are you giving me for a roll? Getting with these teamsters. Uh <laughs> Athletics? Maybe I could just be pick around you know, pick on something heavy or whatever they're around. Yeah. Pick stuff up, put it down. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Pick up one of the other teams and put them down. <laughs> but, see? In a garbage disposal, then take his place. Four. Great job. Yep, not so great. You're Anybody good. want to give him inspiration for that? Uh, I'll give him an inspiration. Why not? Never mind. That's better. Seventeen. Yeah. Um, that is literally what the entire job <laughs> I, is. I pick up you. <laughs> yeah. I can lift a 12-year-old kid. You need a, you need a kid lifter? I'm your man. <laughs> I'll <laughs> eat him right to the sun. Yeah, I, I eat him right to the window <laughs> in the basement. <laughs> Look at that little fucker. <laughs> oh, <my> God. <laughs> um, yeah, lifting everything and putting them down is the order of the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, what you find out is uh, a couple of these guys got delayed in travel. They didn't make it to town on time. They need extra hands. And so uh, you happen to have hands, and you happen to be sort of burly. Uh, but, but, this, is a, butt, this yep. is a big butt. <laughs> big and hairy. There you yep. go. Uh, while you will gain entrance to the sort of servants area to unload supplies and stuff like that. No guns. Not to carry guns yep. or other weapons. No knives, no nothing. And you can't go to the parts of the party with the gentry. Yeah. Yep. You are not to be seen by anybody. Yeah, I'm a side. piece of shit that works in the back. I'm back shit. You're back shit. <laughs> back shit. Um, can I give guns or a gun or a knife or anything to Gideon to sneak in his rune holster <laughs> <laughs> through the basement? It's a toothpick. Through the basement moon hole. Nice, nice, right nice. through the moon door. I will be happy to smuggle in your weapon. <laughs> in your moon door. Okay. Uh, Alright. Well, let's say this. If you travel without his stuff... I will give you a stealth roll with advantage. If you bring dead stuff, I'll give you a stealth roll. What if he's only carrying one gun? In addition to the one he already carries? Yes. Straight up stealth roll with a plus two. Sold. Just my magic gun. Here's my magic gun. Oh. Magic gun. Don't put it in your mouth. <laughs> no, do it. <laughs> All right. I heard it's made out of toffee. Give me that roll. You sound just like George Bush. (laughs) I heard it was made out of toffee. (laughs) Um, Yeah, uh, before I go in there, I'm going to buy some candles because I realize I have shitty human eyes. (laughs) What are your shitty human eyes (laughs) seeing? Jack shit. (laughs) I don't know. Instead of a large black blur, it's a large white blur. (laughs) It's going to be uh, 14 plus something, rather. Plus the two. He's giving you yeah, yeah. Uh, total of 18. All right, yep. Yeah. Uh, you wiggle your tiny Gideon self into the basement of this hotel with an extra gun. Nice. The, uh, the crescent-shaped window is hinged at the top, so when you wiggle in, the window clunk, falls shut. Delightful. Just as like a federal patrol is going by it's behind where you Four handcakes, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is our end 
King's Oh, well, before I would have gone in there, I had meant to do this. I cast my Mage Armor and I my spray False Life. way on. <laughs> uh, uh, Mage Armor and False Life. Okay. Or oh, wait a minute, did I put False Life? I think I put False Life. Yes, I did. Gideon lives <laughs> False Life every day. Oh. Harsh. <laughs> okay. Cool. Alright. Temperance is trying to become a plus one. I'll come back to you at the end. So I'm just going to find a guy who is unattached. Maybe one of the soldiers who looks a little bit young and sort of... Okay. Yes. I need a date. Somebody's <laughs> in a numb butt cheeks? Yeah. I don't need to know that. Somebody's <laughs> in a numb butt cheeks. ladies <laughs> don't like me. <laughs> I've got... I've got... Uh, Falsy stuck in okay. the side of my chest that's burnt, so it's not lopsided. Blink and fix your boobs. <laughs> you look like a Blink Picasso. <laughs> so that is a 18. All right. Uh, yeah, you actually will uh, buddy up with... Uh, uh, I need a name. What's my name? Melvin. <laughs> no! I'll tell you how much uh, John went through. Uh, Melvin Winthrop. <laughs> oh, friends call him John. I was in chess club in high school. Melvin. <laughs> Melvin Winthrop is your date for the night. Uh, Melvin is also unarmed. You are not allowed to bring like weaponry in with you. Okay. Uh, but you will be uh, permitted entry into this partay. There's a there's like a dinner table being laid out, right? I'm sure she knows how to hide a dagger on her person with, with all of her years of experience. In my moon door. <laughs> Right, right in your numb asshole. <laughs> I don't know, I just sheep it in my thigh. Just hey. like... Oh, ow, ow, ow. That's gross. Okay, uh, so you'll be permitted to entry into the party proper. And uh, Mr. Fairchild. Okay, so I'm going to try just the persuasion thing. See if that works. If, uh, if I just become a person, enough of a person of interest to be invited to the party. You said you're uh, juicing it up with your channel divinity? Uh, I decided against that. Okay. Because things might might go bad. Real right, bad. So, so 18. Okay. Um, what you find is that you are able to uh, not so much talk your way in, so much as one of the individuals that you make feel better with your layout hands and healing routine doesn't actually want to go to this fucking party. Mm-hmm. And uh, he thinks that uh, if you are there, it'll be a big enough spectacle that they won't notice he's not he just wants to sit in a hotel room and like fart around do nothing. Read Facebook on his phone. I right? feel this man so much right now. Cool. Ew, stop feeling it. <laughs> I thank him. Cough. Thank you. <laughs> so he gives you I the invitation. I knew the Lord, the, the Lord made me cross passes you for a reason. And uh, you get an invitation from Henry Stilton. Henry Stilton. That's my name. Or, well, I don't think I'll depose his name. It has his name on the invitation, but you know, once they check out the door, that's probably the end of it for you. Yeah. I mean, it's the Wild West. You're not carrying like an ID. Yeah. Right. I'm Henry, Henry Sullivan. The driver's licenses weren't really a thing. No. All right. For uh, for this, then I will I will disguise my eyes. Nice. Microphone can't hear us dancing in unison, but <laughs> it should be able to. Yes, they, I'm witnessing this. They are swaying in perfect unison. It's very silly. It's the whitest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> kind, of, kind of cool. <laughs> to um, to change my look up a little bit, I'll put on the coat that goes with the, with the suit. 
so it's the beige coat with a white the white shirt and I'll have my my blindfold blindfold kind of like over one eye and kind of the other so you can see a little bit but it just looks like I got hurt hmm, okay. alright I'm dressed like a scummer oh, but if anybody <laughs> asks I'll say, I'll say well it was a nasty accident with a gun you see there should be some sort of there should be some sort of slogan that says it's always loaded. All right, there's my Henry Steele voice. They are uh, heavily armed and armored, guarding the outer exterior of this area. Um, from not just the entrance that goes directly into the ballroom, but also from the entrance from the rest of the hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, and by heavily armed and armored, I mean like a dozen men at each entrance with patrols of three men at a time going the length around the outside of the building, men walking the hallways, and a forced curfew on the first, second, and third floors of the hotel. Okay. Just trying to start any shit. Yeah. Uh, there are two armed guards that are posted yeah. outside of the kitchen. Keep an eye on the servants. Keep them in line. Yeah. And uh, outside of everybody who's here that is wearing a federal badge or a Pinkerton badge, uh, no weaponry in sight. There is one exception made. And that is for a uh, union, a former union military captain, who is allowed to wear his saber. Mm. Uh, but his saber is peace knotted as he enters the room. So they let me in with my uh, walking my walking stick. Um, they actually offered to you. They have a complimentary cane, that is of a normal like cane height. All right, well, I'll, something less unwieldy and unsightly. I'll use that then. All right. Uh, as you enter through the doors, those of you entering through the front doors, to use their cane, right? <laughs> Henry Stilton, uh, you hand over your invitation. Enjoy Here. the party, Mr. Stilton. Here you are, gentlemen. Thank you. Uh, you come in with your plus one. Mm-hmm. So the Vorax kid. <laughs> well, maybe I am the Vorax kid. <laughs> kid had to grow up sometime. <laughs> I'm Henry Stilton. Uh, I have an invitation. My name's Melvin. <laughs> this is my date. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing this to her, man? <laughs> she deserves it. Uh, you are, contrary to any good sense, allowed entry, uh, along with Mr. Melvin here. <laughs> and uh, you enter into the party. Now, at this point, it's fairly early in the night. The governor hasn't come down from his room yet, mm-hmm. but uh, a number of other people are milling about. Uh, there are hors d'oeuvres being passed. There is... There are drinks being served. Um, they're trying to keep people from getting too trashed, so the drinks are cut pretty heavily with water mm-hmm. to make sure that you're not going to get totally messed up before the governor comes downstairs. But they've got lots of servants coming around with trays and stuff like that. Uh, you see a number of individuals uh, that are more distinct from the shapeless, nameless crowds that I choose not to describe. Apparently it's... The Godfather has arrived. (laughs) I didn't realize this was on this playlist. Um, You see a woman, uh, a tall human woman who is wearing one of those, like, little red dresses kind of arrangements with the slit up the side. God damn it, she's stepping on my turf. Uh, She appears to be fancy as hell. She's covered in jewels and gems. Jessica Rabbit. Um, You also see that there is... Uh, a short woman, probably a halfling. She's wearing a black tuxedo coat with coattails and a monocle. Hmm. Fancy. Uh, you see that there is a tough-looking woman here as well. 
who's got a big facial scar. It's like a big cut that goes from here to here. Mm -hmm. And she appears to be uh, talking to a couple of the soldiers. Uh, There is a uh, sort of short human man who looks kind of jittery. He's wearing a white shirt with like the big open sleeves. Mm -hmm. Sort of billowy like uh, like a pirate shirt. Um, And he is like passionately having an argument with somebody about the treatment of Native American tribes. And it's he's having an argument with people who aren't really in the conversation. Mm-hmm. He's sort of talking at them. Uh, there's a man wearing a green vest uh, with a gold pocket watch pinned up to it. He's constantly fumbling with the pocket watch. It looks like maybe he's waiting for this party to be fucking over. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's had enough already. Uh, there is a man who smells faintly of juniper. Mm. He's wandering about. Uh, he's wearing a blue shirt that is starched so much that you can't, like, the collar is stiff. Like, he turns his head and the shirt doesn't move. Mm -hmm. Ah. It's just, like, way over-starched. And he's wearing a cummerbund for some reason. Mm. There are lots of other people milling about. I may describe them later. But that's who you see as you sort of first walk in the doors and uh, have people to mingle with. Meanwhile, you're uh, back in the back of the Teamsters. Yep. Uh, You right now are being relegated to the task of loading and unloading crates of alcohol. I mean, I guess I've got the skill set. <laughs> no, you're way around a box of alcohol. Yeah. Boxes and alcohol. It's... I've had a box of tequila before. <laughs> <laughs> I know where I can get a lot of salt. <laughs> Gideon, you Hi. find yourself in the basement with this beautiful music playing. Yes. Uh, you descend into a darkened corridor. I light out a candle. <laughs> so it appears that uh, some local stone, a lot of red granite, has been cut and shaped to fit down here in interlocking ways with some mortar. Um, not uniform shapes, not like bricks or anything. It's just basically like cobblestone looking setup. And uh, the hallways goes left and right. And you don't really have a great idea of what goes where. You're roughly the center of the building right now. But you do know that the ballroom was towards the right side of the building and that the sleeping rooms and the front desk were towards the left side. Um, I'm tempted to go to the front, but I will go to the ballroom. Okay. Take the ballroom out. Start heading towards the ballroom. Yeah, and I'm moving very quietly, and I'm trying to really listen to see if I'm going to be spotted or if anybody else is down here. Give me a perception check. Actually, any any kegs. The young kegs attack. On kegs attack! There's a keg of on kegs. There's a keg 15 on a perception. You definitely do hear some voices down here. Okay. Um, but they are speaking in hushed tones. Is there another light source besides the candle I'm carrying? Not from what you can see right now. It's a series of corridors, and you don't see any light on either side of the corridor. Okay. I'm just going to kind of follow along slowly and quietly towards that area. Mm-hmm. It's uh, actually more towards the front desk side of the hotel. Oh, is where they're talking is? Yeah, yeah I'm going to definitely go in the other direction, then. I'm not going to go, go away from them, yeah. But... yeah. You don't get any individual words, but you're getting, like, there's a conversation happening, and enough sound is bouncing down these stone hallways. They're picking up like bits and pieces of uh, emotion more than context, okay. uh, and it appears to be there's something clandestine going on. Oh, oh! I may change my mind. I'm going to change my mind and go in that direction then. Okay. By the way, you uh, working in this lugging of alcohol mm-hmm. are eventually sent downstairs uh, to go retrieve. Uh, another large barrel of wine. Mm, okay. Um, this is a good chance to try and hook up with Gideon. Not in that sense. 
Not in the butt sense. Jesus, he's a 12-year-old boy. What are you, a Catholic priest? Boy Scout leader? <laughs> I think Gideon's too old for either of those. Does anybody else have any comments on the nature of my sexual <laughs> What are you, a Hollywood producer slash director? Okay, there we go. Now that we've gone around the table, can I find my friend Gideon? Um, Gideon's trying to be stealthy right now, so no, not right away. Okay. Um, so now we're just lost in the dark, wandering around looking for each other. Yep. Yeah. Hello. Mr. Gideon. Sounds like Tim the Bear from the Cleveland show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was kind of thinking of Mr. Bean, but yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I will just indulge. This I'm sure there's food here that's available and drink. Yes. Cool. <laughs> yep. Mr. Is... Mr. Hilton's had a rough couple weeks. He needs a... <clears throat> yeah, at one point, uh, fairly early in the evening for this, uh, a waitress comes around with a humidor and opens it up with fine Cuban cigars inside. Oh, Final Fantasy VIII, nice. Is it? Oh, yeah. oh the cigar brand? What? It, it's the piece <laughs> of Final Fantasy VIII dance stole from, the, actually. Dance with the Balanfish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and what is a humidor? Oh, for cigars. Cigars, yeah. So, yeah. Couple like big thick oh, cigars. Well, well, thank you very much, Mister. They're the Great. kind that are only like this long, but they're super wide. Mm-hmm. Much appreciated. I, I even have like my hair up, and I covered like some of the scales in my my back, and I'm just trying to play the play the part of this like kind of hedonistic rich guy. Uh, you're fitting right in. Yes. Uh, most of these people appear to be very hedonistic. Uh, before I get to the two of you in the basement, like idiots. Are you mingling with anybody, or are you just trying to stay tight? I am mingling. I am mingling the hell out of this party. Temperance was a debutante, so she knows how to sort of put the the good face on and do what hostesses are supposed to do and sort of, you know, make her way through the crowd and talk to everyone. All right. Uh, I'm going to let you pick who you go after. I'm going to give you some more descriptions. I gave you a few already. Uh, we got a few more. Um, there is a woman who is, uh, obviously treating everyone around her like they are her servants. Um, she has some ink stains on her hands. Uh, there is a woman who smells faintly of, like, cow herding, and she's wearing a bolo tie. Not herding. Herding. She smells like she hurts cows for a living. <laughs> Punch them. <laughs> There is a uh, half-orc woman who has a number of pieces of jewelry hanging from her tusks. Um, She also is carrying a black bag about this long with a strap uh, over her shoulder. Uh, Let's see. There is also a a woman who does not appear to have the body language that indicates that she's used to this sort of thing. But she's wearing ridiculously gaudy, over-the-top, expensive crap. I'm going to go talk to her. We'll get to some other folks in a second, too, here. Um, there's a uh, man wearing a black top hat with a silver brocade vest who is speaking with his very sleazy kind of rolling Ooh. mouth. That sounds like your type that's, of that, That's my man. That's, oh, man. So that's my guy. Uh, there's also a uh, fairly tough-looking dude, sort of leathery skin, who is wearing a black dress shirt pressed uh, with a silver pin on one shoulder. Uh, and he is standing, like, stock straight. Like, this looks like a career military man to you. What does the pin look like? Is it just, like, a straight pin? Is it... Uh, it is a sword with some sort of a circular emblem behind it. Uh, let's see. There's also a gnome. Uh, gnome's wearing a red silken shirt 
uh, open-chested, showing gnomish chest hair. Uh, he's wearing black pants, and on the side of the legs there are actually diamond shapes of red silk poking through the fabric. Uh, he appears to be a big deal. Uh, and yeah, that, that describes everyone. So now you've heard the description for everybody. Uh, I'm gonna go talk to Mr. Sleazy Silvervest. Mm, well. <laughs> That's a good name, actually. Good evening. It's Count Sleazy. <laughs> good evening. I am Lily Jacobs. Who are you? My name is Co Lily. Oh, Lily. Oh, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. What brings you to this fair town? Only the finest parties. And I heard that many of the railway designates would be here. Such as? Oh. Did I release the secrets of my business? Not trade secrets, no. But do you know anyone here? Are you new in town? New in town? Madam, this is a high society party. So then, no? <laughs> the town is irrelevant. The people are relevant. Mm. Show them your good movie. It's a lot of ego <laughs> and a lot of money. Well, that's very obvious, my good sir. Yes, quite. Do you dance? He pauses and thinks for a second. Very well. Uh, and he takes her in. I boogie down. Can I just ask, out of curiosity, out of character, why did you choose not to go with your actual name since it has some society implications attached to it? Because it has society implications attached to it. Temperance ran away from her family. Right, but I figured and in this the last situation... Time, the last time she tried to use her family name, uh, shit went down and she got packed in, or attempted to be packed into a carriage and then she ended up in jail. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, I'm just curious. To be hanged. That's what you get. Get uh, hanged. I was a bucket of murder in there. Dude. Get hanged, nerd. Side murder. Alright, uh, it's not fair to have her interact with people and you not, so... I'll have my eyes on... Uh, I'll just I'll just play the whole rape thing. And I'll have my eyes on every woman there. And I'll be looking especially at the woman who's... What's the woman who's treating people like servants like? Uh, she actually has some ink on her hands. Mm. Uh, and she is... Uh, Basically holding court. She's talking at them. And there's people who are, like, coming up. And they're excited to meet her at first. And as soon as she talks for more than, like, five seconds, they're, like, checked out. She's sort of annoying. Gotcha. Is she young? She's in her early 40s. Okay. She's attractive, but not young. Detect fiends, undead, and celestials. 60 feet. One, two, three. Nope, none. It's a lot. Oh. Yeah, it's <laughs> a lot. Eight fiends. <laughs> I mean, they could be. Uh, Everybody here's undead. No, um, I'll be observing the uh, the godly dressed uh, woman who looks insecure. Uh, so there's a number of godly dressed people who are insecure. One tribe specifically. Uh, a lot of expensive shit and doesn't, doesn't seem like she belongs here. Uh, she wasn't insecure. She's actually totally comfortable in her own skin, but she doesn't fit the uh, bill. Oh. Of uh, of what's going on in here, she doesn't have the body language that shows that she's high society pollutant folk. Um, she is scratch her crotch, farting. <laughs> Basically, yes. Uh, she's a bit more uncouth. Yes, she's just she's kind of rude bore, uh, but she's also fabulously wealthy, so she's tolerated. And uh, she is milling about, having conversations with people, 
Uh, seems like she's got more time for the alcohol than she does for the individual people she's talking to. Oh, same Zeus. Cool. <laughs> I will. Oh, I'll be. Uh, it, you, if I'm either at the place where there can it, it is it like a bar where we go and get drinks to get filled up? There is drink service coming around to the room, but there is also a bar if you don't want to wait for the drink service. Oh, of course I'm going to the bar then. All right. And if she's there, then um, then it's, I'll, I'll do. It. She's definitely there. I'll just be just like going forward. Yes. She says, uh, you already had your fill of these idiots. I'm getting my fill of something else. Cheers. <laughs> she raises the glass. <laughs> she says, uh, Corley, Ramona Corley. Hilton. <clears throat> when you go to shake her hand, she's wearing, uh, on her right hand, not her left, a large diamond ring. And the diamond is, like, over the top. The ring itself, eh, it's nice gold, but, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the actual stone is huge. And she's human, right? Yep. Uh, same surname as the guy I'm dancing with? Uh, no. No. So allow, so allow me to guess. I, I imagine that we, we have two people here at the bar who did not exactly want to come to the party, but, well, the, comp- the compulsion of the invite just brought us over here. It is the compulsion of the open bar, my friend. Well, I do admire a practical woman. So I say yet another cheers to your, to your good taste. <laughs> At this point, she orders another drink, and she's drinking the swell. <laughs> and here I was thinking of just farting about in my hotel room. You know, I think you may—I think you may have made my night by this simple gesture. So I thank you, Miss. Good to know there are some like-minded folk here. Doesn't take much, does it? Just gotta like booze and get lucky once in a while. As if booze could get any of these people out of their own their own skins. Goodness. Yeah, yeah, they drink enough. You'll see it. <laughs> Wait till after the second dance. Well, I'll look forward to it if I don't pass out first. <laughs> Might take them a while. Might take them a while? Well, they always sip it watered down. You know, I th- it sounds like you have a story to tell. Ah, you don't need telling. You wait until a little bit later tonight, and you'll see a bunch of drunk idiots. And they'll be far outside of the skin they show the world. Well, then I, then I hope to be in... I hope it'll be in an audience position sitting next to you, miss. And she uh, raises the glass one more time and tosses it back like a shooter. All right, let's see how bad let's see how bad the food is. <laughs> you wonder if you're food. Yeah. Now at this point downstairs, you two mm. morons. Yep. Uh, I imagine they sent me down with a candle or something so I can see my way around, right? Yeah, they give you a lantern. Okay. Marco. So I've been making my way towards this uh, murmuring people. Apparently doing something shady. Mm-hmm. Is that starting to pan out? Am I getting closer, or what do I see well, or hear? I need a couple different rolls from you. The first one is a stealth check. It's going to be um, thirteen. No, fifteen. Jedediah, I need a perception check. Well, that's pretty good. Uh, that is a 21. You hear Gideon's footsteps. He's starting to get a feel for where he might be. All right. I, I, I don't want to sneak up on you, but I don't want to like announce to the world that I'm here either. So I'm kind of like loudly whispering, Gideon. Gideon, I hear you. Where are you? Where is that in relation to the sneaky voice? He came down from the ballroom side, so he's behind you as you're trying to make your way down towards the far side of the room. Okay. Um... I catch on to that, and I go back in his direction. Then. All right. 
Uh, you see a candle kind of blinking down the thing. Yep. Right. Candle and an oil lantern join forces, and the two of you are now together as a mini party. Neat. I love mini parties. Split the party, they said. <laughs> and I assume you fill me in on what you've been hearing. Yeah, there's some, there's some guys up here, and they seem to be talking. I couldn't quite get close enough to hear, but they're doing something shady. Right, I thought go. I'd listen and kind of check out. Let's go check it out. Okay. Why don't right. you, I think I'm a little sneakier than you. Why don't you kind of stay behind and if you hear me start screaming, just come around. Oh, hey, you might want this tonight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, just get a holster yeah, and... Yeah, you've got like an apron or something on. Sure. And uh, I'll put out my lantern in favor of his candle. It's a little easier to conceal. Okay. All right, sneaky, sneaky, sneaky pants. Give me that roll. Another stealth check, please. And a perception to follow it. Perception with the orange. So this, the stealth is uh, 22. It's 21. Yeah. And the um, perception is going to be an 11. Okay. Probably because you gave him your candle. If I see the... Yes, you probably have my candle, yeah. Mm. Yeah, good. good it's pretty damn dark. Uh, but as you are getting closer, you do see that there is some light in the room that you are progressing towards. And you see that there are a number of men uh, who are wearing... looks like plain servants' clothes. Um, Loose-fitting white shirts, so they don't show sweat and don't sweat too much. Um, but they are all in this back sort of lower chamber. It looks like maybe it used to be a wine cellar that was inconveniently far away from everything else. So they really haven't used it for anything. Dense with cobwebs and stuff like that. And uh, it descends actually another like six steps into a more open chamber. And in this open chamber, uh, it actually is quite open. It's actually about 30 feet wide. And it's rowed by shelving where wine bottles once lay. And they have, uh, in the room with them, a number of candles and some, like, basic lighting fixtures, like little standing candelabras and stuff. Um, and also a couple of mysterious goods that have been secreted away from the kitchen. So they've got a big box of salt, and they've got, uh, like, a couple different small crates of uh, herbs and things like that. The same um, stuff I spotted earlier. A lot of it is the same stuff, yeah. yeah. Uh, and somebody down there also has uh, a small, sort of like a vial of, uh, it looks like maybe lantern oil. Maybe, they're just, maybe it's figuring out the Colonel's secret recipe. Just got salt and some herbs and some oil. <laughs> Chicken salt grease. Um, <laughs> lemon herbs and spices. What are they talking about? Can I hear salt. what they're talking about? Uh, now they're getting a little bit closer, you can get the gist of what's going on. They are trying to assemble something, perhaps? Okay. Can I insight it to see if it uh, is nefarious or them just trying to steal or... Sure. I bring my reading glasses and then I don't use them. That's going to be a 12. That's not great. Can uh, system with this or no? You can make your own check. No, you can't. You're actually hanging back. Okay. Um, yeah, my insight was a 12. Okay. Uh, you know, you, you aren't able to tell, like, the nature of what they're doing. It's not petty theft. That much okay. you can get. It's not as obvious as just, like, grabbing stuff and carrying it away. And, in fact, one of the guys picks up the big crate of salt and starts spilling salt on the floor. He appears to be, like, making a pattern with it. Oh, this is bad. I, I whisper really quiet. I guess it's bad. <laughs> he said the line! <laughs> Um, so he may see me as a silhouette yeah. against the light in the other room. Yeah. So I'm going to make you know, some sort of motion to maybe... I, I snuff the candle and I approach. Stuff check. Two. 
Uh, well, not necessarily a two, but not much better. A six. Anybody have inspiration left? I do. Twelve. It's a little bit better. A little bit better. Um, maybe it's because they're moving boxes at this time, but they don't appear to have heard you. Okay. Uh, as you shuffle your way up to the entrance to this chamber, and you see that they are indeed moving around this crate of salt and pouring salt out onto the flagstones and, like, making a design out of it. Hmm. How many of them are there again? There are seven men down here. Ooh. That's a lot of men. I've got six bullets in this gun. At least one to interrogate. I had a sleep cell in my holster. Well, skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. Oh my god. <laughs> um, so we've probably we've probably been through this rodeo enough times on our own. So can we silently like doing this and then you know, we, are we nodding in agreement? Okay, good. Um, I don't know. Try to put these guys to sleep. Yeehaw! I don't know. Hang on. A, uh, a slight voice of reason is if it gets loud down here, everyone down here is probably fucked. Yep, yep, yep. Got it. Got that. It's a whole yeah. town full of big angry bad guys. Yep. You still want to do this? Um. Maybe hang back a minute and try and determine what it is they're trying to accomplish before we start going hot. Yeah. Okay. Gideon, I want an Arcana check. Yeah. If this is a friggin', if there's someone some sort of demon or something. Yeah, yeah. That's why I want to try to stop it before it happens. Ooh, uh, that's gonna be um, twenty-three. All right. You guys are very nice today. Mm-hmm. Um, what you do detect is that the salt being poured on the floor is almost certainly something you are familiar with from your prior days, uh, as being a summoning circle for communing with celestial beings. Okay. Hey, um, we want a non-loud solution to this problem. Mm. I was sent down here to catch it to uh, re- receive a uh, retrieve a cask of wine. Why don't I just go get it? And we'll dump it in the room. That says our, our surprise action washed the salt away. Salt's gone. Can't commune. Um. Okay. I um, mean, if we need to stop this thing in a hurry, it looks like they're gonna be working on it for a little while yet. There's a lot of precision going on, and there's one guy trying to quietly direct okay. the others as to where to put things and, like, set up land. <coughs> so, we retreat back, so we're not having, like, this conversation yeah, right yeah, near yeah. them. Yeah, like, 20, 30 feet down the hallway. Yeah, yeah, so let's, let's retreat to, like, around a corner or something. Um, wow, well, I don't know what to do here. This, this... They're, they're doing this for a reason. They're not want to... Do something with the governor, or do something with the baron, or do something with somebody. And this, this ain't the time and place for them to be doing this kind of thing. And I have a feeling the armed men upstairs will not try to suss out too many of the details before they start shooting anybody down here. Well, I, I could. So you can hide down here in one of these these turny hallways. I could go up there, just out of the dark, just at the edge of the darkness, and try to put some of these guys to sleep, and if they start to chasten it, you can kind of bushwhack them. I cringe a little bit at the mention of bushwhacking. Yeah. But, um... Alright. Um, but, give me a minute, and can I run back and get the cask of wine? Yep. Alright. Um, 
So I'm just gonna like all top cocktail or shit too. <laughs> if it's flammable wine, I'm drinking that shit. Um, <laughs> they do have a flask of uh, kerosene in there as well. So we could burn the whole town down. It's our idiom. It's our particular um, style. Yeah. Okay. So plan A is Gideon puts as many of them to sleep as he can, and I try to, without shooting, take down the rest. Plan B is if we can't stop the ritual, I'm going to dump wine on the floor and wash the salt away. Okay. Uh, and the two of you, now you still have a little bit of time left if you want to mingle with people and get some more clues. <laughs> um, Mr. Hilton will, will, give you, will give you a wink across the way. He'll look to everybody else like he's flirting with, with her, but uh, it's more of just an acknowledgement of, like, hey, I'm here. I give you an eyebrow raise, and it just reads as, like, I'm, I receive your flirting, and I don't reciprocate. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> flirting received. And I, shr- and no. I shrug. Right. I, I shrug with a knowing wink, like, you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then keep drinking. Alright, so in my, my dancing with uh, Mr. No, not Melvin. Mr. Mr. Sleazy. Oh, yes. Okay. Co Lily. Uh, I haven't gotten any other information out of him. He's pretty tight lipped. He's not speaking while he dances. Asshole. Mm-hmm. Alright, fuck him. Yeah. So right now in the dance yeah, right, no. Yeah. no. I heard it. Um, There's other dudes here, right? There's a lot of dudes here. (laughs) Of the multitudes of dudes that you described. Yes. Uh, So I I head up to the gnomish dude. Okay. He's uh, he's wearing the uh, the bright red silken shirt. Yeah. Um, He (laughs) looks up at you and he goes, Ah, where'd you get that dress? I got it from a tailor. Hmm. Interesting. I, I see you know fine work when you see it. I'm familiar with some of the crap they ship from the east. <laughs> and how may that be? That's what I do for a living. You do? What is your name? Uh, he said, he introduced himself as uh, Rush Kanoff. R- Rush. Alright. Okay. Rush Kanoff. Well, Mr. Kanoff. Do you, uh, perhaps I could make your acquaintance and then I could get something even finer than this pretty little thing. Do you fancy a turn in my hotel room? <laughs> Usually I'm the one asking that question. If you go gnome, you never go home. <laughs> you know, I've heard that. <laughs> my, we are awfully forward this evening, aren't we? He just sort of gives you a shrug. What is your going rate? I beg your pardon. For the dress. <laughs> he sort of shrugs. I sell in bulk. Well, uh, I'm not exactly bulky. Do you own a storefront? Certainly no. A catalog? No. Then how do you distribute your goods? With an armada. An armada? Are you a door-to-door salesman? No, ships, boats, the ocean, you heard of it? <laughs> a long time ago, we're quite far away from the ocean. What brings you here? Sort of rolls his eyes, and he gets to sip his drink, and he, like, for a moment he's contemplating just walking away from you. Wow. Oh, I know, it must be the railroad deal, is that it? I don't care about railroads, I have an armada. But you could ship inland. Why? 
People live inland. Not many. Not many yet. You get in on the ground floor level? That's a fool's game. You build all the infrastructure and you don't live long enough to use it. Oh, but... Leave that for dumbasses like Co Lily. <laughs> oh, I did. I do believe I have had the um, the experience of talking with Mister Lily. That's a shame. Uh, well, it is. So, ships, good deal of money. I I still don't recall what brings you this far inland, my good sir. Politics. Politics. <laughs> That's, well, that's either a fool's game or a genius's game. Give you two guesses to figure out which one I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do think it is the latter. Yeah, he, uh, he, he sort of gives you a shrug and... You sure you don't want to go upstairs? Upstairs? Well, I do fancy a mighty fine dress. It's not about the dress. It's been a pleasure meeting you, Miss. Whatever. Wait, wait, wait. If it's not about the dress, then what do I get out of this? What do you think? <laughs> oh my god. Well, usually when I when I make an investment, it has to be something that I haven't seen before. He sort of looks down at his groin and looks back up at you. Can you surprise me, my good sir? You surprise lots of folks. Hmm. Can you give me a pleasant surprise? That'll be for you to decide. I'm here to make friends. If I go upstairs with you, that... Well, my chances severely narrow. He just shrugs and walks away from you at that point. That's that. <laughs> Fucker. Wow. He just that wanted really, to lay. That was weird. I know how to pick him. Uh, was, that the gnome? That was yeah. the gnome. Probably Which, once you go gnome, you never go home. <laughs> <laughs> I believe this is the appropriate time to say we will rejoin our idiots in mid-party next time. Sounds yes, good. when is next time?